Today, Chile prepares to vote for a new constitution and Trump and Biden provide further clarity on energy policy. This is the Scottish News Bubble. On the 24th of October, Chile is preparing to vote on a new constitution that has divided the country. Its provisions enabled the privatisation of Chile's health, education and social security systems and made the country the most capitalist economy in Latin America, as well as one with a far more impressive record on poverty than most of its neighbours, according to the London Times. Javier Rodriguez, 25, is campaigning against constitutional reform. Chile is divided in two, and the risk we are going to build a new system to replace a successful one in an incredible polarised environment is not worth taking, she said. Meanwhile, Katrina Olivia, 35, has spent most of the past year protesting against her government and believes that the time has come for a new constitution. For the first time in my life, the people are going to be involved in the political process. We have been governed by an elite for too long, she said. This will shake off the shackles of the dictatorship once and for all. Meanwhile, the debate over energy has provided further clarity over the difference between Biden and Trump in the rapidly approaching US election. Mr Trump challenged Mr Biden to state whether where he stood on the oil industry. I would transition from the oil industry. Yes, Mr Biden said. Mr Trump exclaimed, that's a big statement, and warned states, including Ohio, Texas and Pennsylvania, that Mr Biden would destroy their energy industry. Mr Biden added, it's a big statement because oil industry pollutes significantly. It has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Despite Mr Biden's clarification, his words will be used against him by Trump supporters across states, crucial to the election outcome in 10 days' time. In football news, Scotland have risen to 12th place in the European League rankings after a run of great results for Scottish teams over the last three years. Emerging from 26th place in 2017, if they rise up to 11th, the champions will be guaranteed an automatic place in next season's Champions League. Meanwhile, Watford's women team players have decided to use squad numbers that signify important moments in the long campaign for equality for black people to emphasise their commitment to be an anti-racist club. Their forward, Atakita Fatiga Dada, London-born of Nigerian heritage, chose 96, commemorating the year that Tupac Shakur, the rapper and activist, died. And wearing in memory of him, Fatuka Dada, 24 says. Midfielder Francesca Ali picked 59 to mark the year Motown was founded. I was brought up with Motown music, she says. It's a big part of who I am. Prior to Motown, opportunities for black music artists were slim to none. 
and Captain Helen Ward chose 68 to salute the stand made by Peter Norman, the white Australian 200 metre runner, and quietly backing the black power salute by the US athletes Tommy Smith and John Carlos on the Olympic podium in Mexico City. The stand that Peter Norman made at the 1960 Olympics is to me exactly how a white person such as myself should be behaving and being an ally for people of colour. An inspiring gesture. Finally, a 90-year-old great-grandmother has raised an incredible £435,099 for the Royal National Lifeboat Institute, Highland Hospice and other charities by completing a mountain staircase challenge. Margaret Payne climbed the stairs at her home in Sutherland in the north of Scotland several times a day, every day for 10 weeks, until she had ascended 2,398 feet. The money came at a critical time for the Highland Hospice, plugging the southern financial hole created by lockdown, and enabled it to maintain its palliative care services based in Inverness. Just shows you're never too old to fundraise. Bye for now.